Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, I am Greta Johnson, and this is Nerd App Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. We are about to go on a little bit of a production break for the month of July, but I wanted to share with you a really fun conversation I got to have on The Morning Shift, which is WBEZ's daily talk show. One of the producers for The Morning Shift was like, hey, Greta, we're going to do a segment about summer books. And I was like, I am ready. So it was super fun. This is a conversation with me and Jen White, who is the host of The Morning Shift. She has actually appeared on Nerdette before, so you may recognize that name. She also hosted shows like Making Obama and Making Oprah. We also got to talk with Rebecca George, who owns a bookstore here in Chicago called Volumes and is one of my favorite humans. So if you're about to go on vacation and you're like, oh, God, what am I going to read? What book do I bring? How do I do this? Or even if you're not going on vacation and you're just sitting around and you're like, oh, God, what do I do? What book do I read? That's totally cool. We are here for you. Here's Jen White. Before we jump into recommendations, what do you think makes a book a good summer read, Greta? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. First, I want to say I'm really excited because you two are two of my favorite people to talk to about books. I live pretty close to volume, so I'm always stopping in the bookshop and just being like, hey, Rebecca, what are you reading? So this is super (laughs) fun. I think a good summer read is just like a good escape. You know, like it's just like I want a book that I can just completely lose myself in for hours at a time while I'm like lying in the grass in Wicker Park or sitting in the air conditioning or by the pool or wherever it is, just something that's completely immersive and just like fun and good and sometimes a little trashy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Rebecca, what about you? I I think that's pretty common for a lot of readers that wanting to go a little more I mean, with the trashy part, but also um, a little bit dialing up the escapism a bit more. Uh, I think people are more apt to go towards things that are more sci-fi, things that are more Mm. fantasy based, um, things that are a true escape from who they are in their regular doldrum life. Well, and I'll tell you in the summer, it's, it's, I'm, I'm a Kindle user, but in the Mm. summer, there's something that makes me want to actually hold a book when I'm, you know, in, in a park or at the beach or whatever. You know, what do you think about this whole physical book thing? Is it making a comeback? And I'll come to you, Rebecca, because you have a book. Yeah, you're the legit expert. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, sales were up uh, nationwide by 2%. There you go. uh, The last month. Um, They are. I think it's kind of a fallacy to think that books are being taken over by electronics. It's actually plateaued, if not declined. Mm. Um, Yeah, paper books are making a comeback. I don't think they were really gone ever. Um, Mm. I think there was a knee jerk reaction there. I think people realize number one, you can't gift a Kindle book, you Ah. can't uh, get a a Kindle book signed. Um, there's that tactile yeah. thing, and we we spend all day with a screen. It's a good way to counter that um, and still get you know that symbiotic relationship 
of, of something fun and exciting. Yeah, that's my thing with the physical book. Like I read a lot and I spend a lot of time on my phone and on my computer. Like I don't want to look at a screen when I'm reading. I want a paper book. Yeah. Yeah. There's something for me, at least it's more immersive about yeah. reading a paper book than, in, totally. you know, swiping. I think I, I think I read more slowly. Like on the Kindle, <laughs> I find myself like swiping through pages really quickly. That, yeah. But with a paper book, I, I'm really taking my time. Well, let's talk about some of the recommendations that are on your radar cool. for this summer. And I'll come to you first, Rebecca. Let's start with sci-fi fantasy. Okay. Um, there's a really great book um, called American Hippo um, by uh, Sarah Gailey. It's actually like two novellas. It's a, a retelling or a kind of like a reimagining if um, the America or a hippo was introduced to like the swamps of America <laughs> years ago. And then we're like now. And it's so weird, but so fun. Um Oh, next week, starting on Tuesday. So Mary Robinette Kowal, who's a local uh, writer, she's a Hugo Award winner. Um, her new Lady Astronaut series is Ooh, coming out nice. um, called Calculating Stars. It's also kind of a historical sci-fi in that it's like 1950s, very Mad Men era, but um, the space race has been pushed way forward. So it's like we're in space, but it's the 50s, and it's super cool and super fun. Um, super excited for that one. That sounds really fun. Um, Oh, the last of the um, – a lot of people don't know this, but Sylvan Neuville's um, oh, yes. third book in the Themis Files um, just came out. For a few of those of you who don't know, Sleeping Giants, um, Waking Gods, and Only Human are a really cool series of books. Um, they've come out pretty rapid fire in the last three years, and the third one is out. And I ha- you can just devour that. And really is that lean more towards science fiction or fantasy? W- definitely science fiction. Uh-huh. Um, there's a giant – robot that is discovered to have been buried here for thousands of years and they put it together and um it has a lot of like global political aspects to it that i think he gets really great and mm-hmm. it's dossier style so it's a different format huh. it's a lot of fun you'll devour it really quickly greta that's awesome the one sci-fi fantasy that i want all the people to read is actually ya sci-fi okay. fantasy it's called neverworld wake have you read this one, Rebecca? It's by Marisha Pessel, who wrote a couple of adult novels, but this is her first YA novel. She wrote Special Topics in Calamity Physics and then Night Film. And she hadn't written anything for probably six or seven years. So I was really excited just to see her name pop up in upcoming books. Neverworld Wake, like her other books, is kind of impossible to describe. So I'm not going to try to like even explain the premise, but it involves a dead boyfriend and a mystery of trying to figure that out. But like this, the main character and her four best friends are like trapped in a time loop. And so there's like disintegrating realities and like mystery. And it's just, it's dark and a little creepy and super sophisticated for YA and like surprising at the end. And it was just like such a fun, perfect summer read. So maybe like a family read too, if it's, if yeah, it's totally. YA. Yep, but yep, yeah, yeah. All right. Totally sounds good to me. We are taking your summer reading recommendations when you call 312-923-9239. That's 312-923-WBEZ. And with us today are Greta John. Johnson, host of the Nerdette podcast, and Rebecca George, co-owner of Volumes Book Cafe in Wicker Park with their recommendations. Let's head over to the phones. We have Emily in Elmhurst. Now, Emily, you're reading an iconic summer book. Tell us about it. Ooh. Yes. Hi. Um, every summer I read The Thornbirds. It is trashy and wonderful. <laughs> and um, it, there's the made-for-TV miniseries that went with it. And with all the streaming services that are offered, you can match it up and watch the streaming um, miniseries after you read the book with Richard Chamberlain as 
as the priest, and it's just an amazing novel. It spans, you know, uh, the story of a family over any number of years in New Zealand and Australia and the outback of Australia. Um, and it, it's got something in it for everybody. Emily, thanks so much for that recommendation. I remember one of my older siblings had a copy of that book, and oh. I, I tried to read it when I was probably 10 or 12 uh-huh. <laughs> and couldn't quite get into it, but maybe it's time to revisit. Yeah, there you go. Let's go to Noemi in Northwest Indiana. Now, you have a fiction pick. Tell us about it. Um, my fiction pick is uh, any of the books, or really the series of the Wendell Perry. I recently discovered his writing, and I am binge reading the whole series. So, any oh, of those. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, it's set in a fictional town called Port William and surrounding communities along the little um, uh, Kentucky River. And so, it's just about the families that live in their own homesteads and the relationships, births, deaths, World War II, um, all of that. And it just develops as you read each individual character's uh, narrative. That's so pretty neat. Noemi, thanks for that call. Uh, let's take one more right now. Derek and Sugar Grove. Now, you have a fiction recommendation about the Jim Crow era. Tell us mm. about it. I do. Thank you. It's called A Lovecraft Country, and it's by Matt Ruff. Um, you're, you're, I just want to tell you, you're getting a fist pump from Rebecca <laughs> yeah. right now. Have you read? It's great. It's great. Yeah, the the characters they're driving around the the Jim Crow South, and they're 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 trying to create that. that I believe it's the Green Book, which gave like safe passage or showed where it was safe mm-hmm. for Americans to drive around and, and visit and eat. But during their travels, they they come across all this supernatural chaos. There, I mean, straight out of H.P. Lovecraft. There's otherworldly dimensions there's summoned beings and it's it's really well done it's, it's pretty it's a pretty entertaining read and tell us that title one more time derek it, it's called lovecraft country by matt ruff derek thanks so much for that recommendation it, it's also going to be a tv show oh, cool. yeah filmed oh, here in chicago it. i believe so i heard about that that was yeah. really exciting the book runs kind of almost an episode in a way so it's pretty digestible and in big chunks wow. it's good oh you all are giving me more books to read than yep. i have time yep, that's this the summer problem. That's give the us problem. a call and tell us your summer read recommendation at 312-923-9239 that's 312-923-wbez Okay, this is podcast Greta again. This was a recording of a live radio show, which means you can't call that number to tell them what you are reading anymore. But we would love for you to tweet at us and tell us all about the books you're reading. You can also find us on Instagram. I am Greta M. Johnson, and Nerdette is Nerdette Podcast. In a minute, more books. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Tan Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Let's jump over a little bit and talk about nonfiction recommendations. Rebecca? Um, The Carlo Rovelli Order of Time, for those of you who are Dawkins fans, Carl Sagan fans, um, it's it's a beautiful, I mean, it's about physics and astrophysics, but um, it's 
it's poetic. I mean, I don't know if it's the Italian in him, but it's it's a <laughs> a beautiful book that'll blow your mind. You probably have to set it down every after every chapter, but mm-hmm. it'll make you dream and think about the world and the universe and how small we are. But um, it's really beautiful and and cool. Greta, what about you? That sounds awesome. I chose Women in Power by Mary Beard. It's a pretty short little book, and um, Mary Beard is a very well-known classicist, so she's written a lot of books about ancient Rome. And Women in Power kind of traces some of the earliest references to women in Roman literature, like the Odyssey, Mm -hmm. and looks at, you know, just sort of like how women were portrayed in early days and how that kind of carries into the now. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a fun look at the patriarchy, which, you know, is always good for the summer, right? (laughs) (laughs) A little light reading about the patriarchy. We have another nonfiction recommendation from Connie in Ravenswood. Connie, tell us about your recommendation. This book is by Russ Bradbird, and it's called All the Dreams We've Dreamed, and it's about a shooting of a basketball coach at Marshall High. He survived the shooting. Um, It's on the west side, set on the west side, but since he got shot four years ago, eight of his players have also been shot, and six of them died. So it's, it's sort of, it's very sensitive retelling of um, how guns and gun violence have impacted a very specific community, the, the people around Marshall High School. Connie, thanks for that recommendation. Let's get another nonfiction recommendation from Marissa in Glencoe. Marissa, tell us about it. It's called uh, On Tyranny by Timothy Snyder, who's a history professor at Yale. And it's a very short book. I know it sounds heavy for the summer. But, um, <laughs> I think that, you know, along with the Doritos, you got to have an apple. So... <laughs> Um, let's pay attention to what's going on in our world. He's um, basically making a, a short and concise case for how things have played out in the past in other countries where countries slide into political systems that are dangerous and destructive, um, kind of without people realizing how it's going about and giving us cautionary tales about how we should be paying attention to certain things going on in our current day. Thanks so much for that recommendation, Marissa. Coming back to you, Rebecca and Greta, talk about some of the other things you have on your must reading list for the summer. Greta? Oh, man. Um, So one that I recently read, it came out about a year ago. It'll be out in paperback next month. It's called Tin Man, and it's by Sarah Winman. And it's very short, very easy to devour. Um, The first chapter is about a, a, a very pregnant woman at an auction who wins a raffle and she can pick any item on the counter and she chooses a a replica of Van Gogh's sunflowers painting and she puts it on the wall even though her husband doesn't want her to and they get in a big fight about it and that's the only scene you see of the two of them and then the jump books the book jumps 40 years ahead and it's from the point of view of her son who's gone through mm-hmm. a lot of loss and is kind of disconnected with the world but it's about him opening back up to the rest of his community and it's just it's beautiful and gorgeous and I loved it and I highly recommend it. Let's hear another pick from you Rebecca. Um, so Rebecca Mackay is the Great Believers, yeah. uh, which just came out uh, a little over a week ago. It's um, it's it's Chicago centric in that it uh, details the uh, the AIDS crisis here in Chicago in yeah. the 80s. It's sitting on my desk right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. I hope she wins all the awards for that mm. book. Um, and it also uh, it kind of goes into the presence uh, or the present um, with those who are affected of it. You know, decades later, um, it's just so well done. Um, and uh, I also really recommend Lauren Groff's Florida, which Ooh. is a collection of short stories. 
It's so good. I'm I mean, so excited to read she's, that. She's if you read Fates and the Furies or Arcadia, she's you know she's a great writer, and it's a collection of short stories about women. And Florida is like the central character, and she does it and really, really well. Can short, I tell you? Short story collections are just awesome because to me, it's like for the summer, you can read one story Absolutely. and put it down and always come back to it and, and still for be sure. connected. I had a really weird dream the other day where Terry Gross told me not to read Florida, <laughs> but I don't believe it. Yeah, it was just, just a like, dream, yeah, Greta. Just, just a dream. dream. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. We have Carrie in Lakeview. Now, Carrie, you have... Sort of, I think, an unexpected summer read, but one I'm totally on board with. It's a cookbook. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's um, Dining In by Allison Roman. And I think a lot of people probably have heard of her uh, salted butter chocolate chip shortbread cookies. They were pretty popular um, probably a few months ago. They are making the rounds on social media, and everyone was trying to make them. Um, but in the cookbook, there's so many other amazing recipes. Um, kind of the premise of it is, you know, like, being able to make uh, quality dishes that you could have at a restaurant with really fresh ingredients, but making them at home. Um, and the way that she writes is just great. She really, um, you know, puts a lot of like, humor and her personality into it. Um, so even just like sitting down on the beach, even if you're not in the kitchen, it's a super enjoyable read. It's really visually beautiful um, and super enjoyable. Carrie, thanks so much for that recommendation. So I have that cookbook as well. And I have to say that savory granola has changed my life. Oh, you brought I've, that into yeah, work man. and gave it to me. Yep. It was amazing. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> on the list. Let's go really quickly to David in Forest Park. David, you have a science fiction recommendation. Tell us about it. Yeah. The, the name of it is a, a Long Way to a Small Angry oh, Planet yeah. by a uh, by Becky Chambers. Um, it was actually self-published. She, she raised the funds to do it. It's, it's just phenomenal. It's, um, uh, it, it's, it's one of the most unique science fiction books I've found in a long time. So much science fiction is kind of like, you know, derivative of something else and not in a negative way, but this is entirely different. And there's actually a, a sequel to it as well. And it's not the, your typical sequel. It, it jumps off with one character and goes in an entirely different direction. She's just a really unique voice in science fiction. Man, I have to say, I also loved A Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. I actually listened to that book and it was delightful. It reminded me a lot of Firefly in terms of like the random band of humans out in space. It's very fun. You should definitely check it out. So many good recommendations. You can find the three books that I specifically mentioned on Nerdat Podcasts Instagram, which is, as you might guess, Nerdat Podcast. And that is all I have to say to you. We will be back in one month. I hope you have good summers and read all the books. Tell me what you're reading. I'm Greta M. Johnson on the Twitters and all the stuffs. Bye. Good night. Godspeed. Good luck. More books! I drank coffee today for the first time in about six. 17 months. And it's yeah, time for me to go to sleep now. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.